Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ngakadu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of Spooky October 30th. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And Luna. Hey, everyone. Oh, Ginky. It's my favorite time of the year. <laughs> that is a maniacal laugh. Dang. Thank you. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I was going to say, you've been working on that, huh, Gray? <laughs> oh, you, you, you know, I, I had the day off from, from work, so I, I needed something to kill my time with. So, you know, work on my laugh. My evil laugh. <laughs> what we've we been listening to as of late. Let's start with you, Luna. So there's actually been a good amount I've been listening to. So I guess I'll start naming them. I've been listening to a lot of Arashi. Just because they've had a lot of great new releases and their new albums coming out. And I'm so stoked. Also, Yayui Diamond dropped her newest digital single. And I have been addicted to it. It's called Makena. And let's see. Edu. I went back and started from Edu from the beginning, her Makuake, and also Spotlight. Uh, she's a new one coming out, so I am getting prepped. Also, started checking out Ace of Angels, AOA, their Japanese stuff and their Korean stuff. CL dropped a new single, so that made it on my playlist. And Kodakumi, of course, she's always in my lineup. Her driving hits has mainly been in my ears, though. And also Scandal. Scandal has also been a big part of my playlist as we recently did a special episode with a guest star named Cap. And it was about their newest album, Kiss from the Darkness. So one of my favorite tracks when you listen to it is Laundry Laundry. And that's been in my ears all week. Not to mention I've been doing laundry all week still, so it doesn't help. But I went back to listen to Scandal from back in the day until their newest one so they've been on my list big time lisa has also been another one and i'm going to specify anime lisa thanks to homoda and i've went back to a lot of her older stuff and i went back to a witch again started listening to her latest ep partition shook shook is fantastic went back to some banana lemon so it's just been a mixture right now and can't wait to see what next week brings. What about you, Gray? I have been listening to mostly the same stuff I was listening to last week. Mostly Dice, which I, I finally learned how to pronounce their name. It's not Da Ice, it's just Dice. So from here on out, I will just be referring properly referring to them as Dice. But mostly I've been listening to them. They dropped their latest single, and we'll talk about that when we get to the news, but I'm not too high on it. But still been enjoying them a lot really cranking up Arashi pretty hype for their upcoming album I can't wait for that thing to drop you know other than that you know just a little bit of Rampage from the Exile Tribe and that's about it nothing too too crazy what have you been listening to Ken well I've been listening to the entirety of the Devil May Cry 5 soundtrack because or sorry not Devil May Cry 5 Devil May Cry 4 because I've been playing Devil May Cry 4 again just to kind of see what the hell I'm uh, I'm up to when 5 comes out because I, I never beat 4 yet. So. <laughs> oh, 4 is interesting. Uh, very, very interesting. And and immediately when I started playing and I was just like, yeah, I, I realized the reason why I never beat in one of these games. <laughs> so. What, what level, what difficulty are you playing on? Normal. 
oh, you see, you should be playing in easy mode, and then, because uh, you get to keep, get like, everything. all your yeah, upgrades. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, trust me. I know. I've been, I was yelled at earlier about that. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is this so hard? I was like, so why is this so freaking hard? And they go, oh, yeah, because you're playing on normal. I would have just done it on easy, and then just, uh, I'm like, nah, nah. I, I'm, I'm not going to replay this game again. I'm just going to play it once. Oh, it's, the story. it's really good. I, I I think I played through about four or five times, but I, I love DMC. Yeah. And I, usually what I do is I play it on easy. Besides that, I've been listening to also Scandal because of our special episode that we did. I've been also listening to another vocalist. Her name is Shiori Fukuko, and she's probably another future music corner there and a band called Laura Day Romance, which is a really good band. I've been really listening to their Farewell to Your Town EP, and that's been actually phenomenal, so I'd highly recommend that. After that, I've been listening to to Miki Natsumi again. Her dear song has been actually phenomenal, and besides that, not too much else, just a random giggle of things. I've been listening to AHA take on me because I've been just playing Metal Gear Solid Five as well. But with that, let's continue on to the news here and first off, we have someone who is a very interesting worlds between the East and West here. Because I've, I've seen this guy before, but I've never knew who he was. And that is the guitarist Marty Friedman. Or Friedman? Is that how I say his name correctly? I'm not too sure. I think it's Friedman, but I'm not 100% sure either. And I don't want to butcher it. I would say Friedman. I- Marty Freeman, he is a one-time Megadeth member and Tokyo-based guitarist. And he released a very interesting version of the song Perfect World, featuring the lovely guest vocalist of Plus Alpha Coon. And actually has a very interesting remix for this. He originally released the song back in 2018, and... It's actually part of his Tokyo Jukebox album, which was released earlier in the month on the 21st. And this is where he does like covers of popular tracks that are in the U.S., such as Gorenge, Kazuga Fuiteiru by AKB, and the ever-popular USA. So you can kind of check out more information about this on our site. He actually does a very interesting kimono style on it as well so it's a very interesting cover for it all right moving on up to our next article we're going to be talking about boy idol group jo1 as they've announced they're going to be dropping their very first album titled the star which is set to be released on november 25th uh jo1 debuted back in march of this year and since then has gone on to release two hit singles infinity and stargazers both of which hit number one on the Japanese Oricon and the Hot 100 charts. The Star is going to be released in four editions total, and it's quite a lot of like stuff to go over, so definitely check out the article if you do like uh, JO1. Uh, we also have in the article their song Oh Eh Oh, which was on the hit single Stargazer. So... Definitely check that out. We also have pre-order links for each of the four editions, so definitely check all that out in the article as well. And then continuing on up to the popular voice actress turned vocalist Shuka Saito, 
divulged more information about her upcoming mini-album, Sunflower, that will release on November 11th. Originally, the announcement came from her birthday live back in August and will be her latest release since 36 Degrees Centigrees and Papapa last year. It'll come with six tracks total, and she'll be teaming up with the music production team Live, uh, live Lab for a majority of those tracks. It'll come with three editions, and you can check out all the information about that on our site, including the music video for her lead track, Zenshin Zenrei, on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about rock band Spire. As they've announced, they're going to be dropping a brand new single titled One Day. It's set to be released on November 11th. The new song is being used as the ending theme for the second season of the popular sports anime, Haikyuu, to the top. One Day is going to be released in a single CD-only plus DVD edition, so definitely check that out. We have a pre-order link in the article. And also, One Day has already been added to their YouTube page, so if you want to check out the song, this is definitely how you do it. Continuing on up to the music duo Gardenia announced that they will be releasing a brand new album, Kishen Kaisei, on November 25th. This will be the latest release done by the duo since their best of album, Gardenia Best, back in December of last year and will be their fourth album overall. It'll drop with 11 tracks total and come in three editions. You can check out more information about that on our site, including the pre-order links for the album and the music video for Error on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about rock band The Telephones, as they have dropped a brand new music video for their upcoming album, which is called New, with an exclamation mark. That is that releases right around the corner as it drops on November 4th. Uh, the new music video is for their song Do the Disco. Pretty interesting music video. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything here. I do have spoilers in the article, but definitely check out the music video for yourself. It is um, pretty wild. It's not a disco song, which is the only thing that got me about the song. It's like they keep screaming, do the disco in the song, but it's not really a disco song. But it, it's pretty interesting. Their album New is going to be released in two editions. Uh, we have pre-order links for them in on the site. So definitely check that out along with the full track listing and the music video for do the disco. Go give it a look. And then continuing on up to celebrate the release of their latest album, five-member band Triforth released the music video for their track for The Loser on their official YouTube channel. Part of their album, Turn On The Lights, that was released back on October 7th, the track brings out the best on this unusual band with the fresh take on the genre. It actually includes a giggle of interesting instruments and guest artists, such as the guest trombonist Akihito Matsi of Kimeri Horns, and will bound to have new fans and old fans dancing to the rhythm. You can check out more information about this on our site, including the order links for Turn On The Lights and the music video in question on our site as well. Gray, I would really think you would like this because the group has a trombonist and a saxophone player and like a celloist. It's like a very interesting band. Oh, cool. I'll have to check them out. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about somebody that's near and dear to my heart, uh, Masaki Suda, as he's announced that he's going to be performing the main theme for the upcoming movie uh, Stand By Me, Doraemon 2. 
which is the sequel to the ever popular Doraemon movie that came out last year. And the new song is called Niji and will be released on November 25th. Niji was actually composed by Suda's friend uh, Hiwe Ishizaki. And Ishizaki uh, wrote a warm wedding song with the theme of family that is close to the wishes of the bride and the groom. So, and we have the link for the trailer in the article, so definitely check that out. Niji is being released in two editions, a standard and a limited, so check that out for all the details, and we have a full track listing as well. And then continuing on up to Vicky Blanca's collaboration single with Taika Okazaki, Bakashi Hour for the Night is available across all digital music streaming platforms and had already queued over 2 million plays on YouTube. It's very interesting. They kind of go with the, the power of friendship with here and they're actually like gaming buddies. So it's very interesting to kind of see the relationship that they have together. It's actually a very intensive article. So if you want to hear more about their background, go take a look on our site. It talks about how they kind of grew up talking about what's cool and what's really good with the gaming industry there. It's very, very interesting. They're also fairly hip with it with on the the TikToks and stuff. So if you guys never heard them before, be sure to be on the lookout. You can check out the music video for Bakashi Our Night on our site. And for the third time around, continuing on up to the renowned global mass production tour, AMPM released the digital single for their track Hurts You across all digital music streaming platforms. It actually features a brand new guest vocalist of Michael Kaneko and now Kawamura, both two of which collaborated separately with AMPM for a combined total of 47 million plays on the lovely Spotify here. But this is the first time they actually collab together with this track. It's written by Kaneko and it has a danceable mid-beat tempo that is actually very, very interesting and it gotta be listened for fans. You can check out all the information about that on our site along with the music video for Otsuka Eyes Remix done by AMPM Chime on our site as well. And continuing on up to the lovely V YouTuber Kaf announced that she'll be releasing a brand new album titled Maho on November 25th. This will be the latest album done by the artist since Kansoku back in September of last year and will be her second album overall. It will contain 15 tracks total and will come with a poetry CD containing audio plays and a photo book and a bunch of other stuff. So it's going to be a must fan, a must have for fans. It'll come with two editions. One is called it's it's in German, so like don't like get on me if I say this correct. Say this difficulty. It's out. It's Maho Alpha and Maho Beta, but the the subtext that they have is all in German. The design for the keychain and the like rubber band like bracelet that you'll get are different per editions, and it will be exclusively sold on their online shop booth which can be found on our site so be sure to go check that out if you're new to her be sure to check out the music video for her song tomadoi telepathy on our site including the pre-order links for maho on our site as well moving on up to our next article we're going to be talking about 
the group that I, I have been digging a lot as of late, and that is boy group Dice, as they have announced that they're going to be dropping their latest single titled Citrus on November 25th. The uh, It's actually already out digitally, so if you're on Spotify or Apple Music, you can go ahead and listen to this. It's okay. I, I think they have better works, but it's still pretty solid and definitely worth your time. This is part of their new initiative since they've joined Avex. They have been releasing a brand new single every month. This is their third single, so there's still three more to go. And I mean, they've been on fire as of late. And Citrus is actually being used for the gangster comedy Goku Shufu Do. So... Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it is being released in one edition, and we have all the details for it on the site. And we have the music video for their last single, Image, which is a phenomenal song. And it's also on my Ongaku Go, because I have been absolutely digging that song all month. So definitely check it out, and you will not be disappointed. All right, so next up is the famous DJ, DJ Kauri Kiri, mixes it up with Disney. And so those of you who don't know, she is one of the most famous DJs in the world. And she announced that she will be dropping a new remixed album on November 4th titled DJ Cowrie Disney Mix. And it will include a total of 25 tracks, including some of the Disney's most latest and famous songs, which you can check out which ones those are on her site because there's several. Circle Life is one of them, of course. And... This will be pretty much a nonstop remix album. So if you're familiar with how her remix albums work and how like her nonstop after party ones are and she's a lot of the nonstop DJ mixes, that's what you're getting in this with Disney. And we have the additions up on the site because there is actually one on CD Japan and Amazon has Amazon Japan has an exclusive, which if you do live out of the country, you are able to order. And you can also check out a little trailer for it as well on our site. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about rock band Sekai no Owari as they have announced their latest single titled Silent and it's set to be released on December 16th. The new song is being used for the romantic drama Kono Koi Atatame Masuka. Uh, which has already begun airing on uh, TBS, the Tokyo Broadcasting Station. Silent is actually a Christmas song and uh, will make you feel like the coming season. And it is being released, Silent is being released in three editions total. So definitely check all that out on the site. And if you're not too familiar with Sekano Owari's work, we have their song Umbrella for you to check out as well. And then continuing on up to vocalist Hiroji Miyamoto announced that he'll be releasing a brand new cover album titled Romance on November 18th. This will be the latest release done by the veteran since P.S. I Love You back in September and will be his third release in 2020 overall. Covering legendary song love songs such as First Love, Romance, and Anata, the album will include 12 tracks total and drop with two editions, both which are CD only. You can check out more information about this on our site, including the latest music video, P.S. I Love You, on our site as well. Moving on up to our next article, we're going to be talking about vocalist Miyuna, as she's dropped a brand new music video ahead of her mini album, which is actually already out, came out yesterday, but uh, Reply is out, you can go ahead and grab that, but 
the music video is for her song Dead Rock, and it depicts Miyuna going through the anxiety of not being able to go out during uh, the ongoing crisis. Uh, Dead Rock was released in two editions. Uh, we have the full track listing in the article, along with the music video for you to check out, and you can see how Miyuna is working through her anxiety. Continuing on up to the up-and-coming voice actress turned vocalist Yui Naka. Ninomiya announced that she'll be releasing a brand new mini album titled Aijo Kaeri on December 23rd. Debuting earlier this year, this will be the latest release done by the singer since Suranete Yutsu back in August, and this will be her first mini album. It'll come with five tracks total and will come with only a CD only standard edition. You can check out more information about this on our site, including the music video for Suranete. Nuite Yutsu on our site as well. Five member rock band Mississippi Kaki here announced that they will be releasing a brand new album titled From Nightfall Until Dawn on November 11th. This will be the latest release done by them since their EPU back in March and will be their first full length album. Releasing with 12 tracks total, it will include previously digital released songs You and Rusty Sapphire. And will come with only a CD-only standard edition. You can check out all the information about this on our site, including the music video for a phone call on our site as well. And then continuing on up to the newly dubbed Sakurazaka46 announced that they will be releasing their debut single, Nobody's Fault, on December 9th. Formerly known as Kiyakizaka46, the new group looks to bloom into a new future with this upcoming release. Performed during Kiyakizaka's last concert during its... Encore, it will be produced by the watchful eye of Yasushi Akamoto and Derek Turner as the the composer with Yuji Nonaka's Masa as the arranger. Member Hikaru Morita stood at the center and expressed the appearance of the newly reborn group, which is very interesting. So... As of right now, there is no additional information at the time of reporting, and we look forward to the new generation of the 46 family. And then continuing on up to vocalist Yu Miyashita announced that he will be releasing a brand new album, Sabitsuku Made, on January 20th of next year. This will be the latest album done by Miyashita since... Aoi ni Aruku back in December of 2018 and will be her third album overall. It will release with 12 tracks total and feature songs written by creator Sudo Teniwaha, Nail Fruits Kofu, and Rukuen Shigai. It will come with two editions and you can check out all the information about this on our site, including the pre order links and the music video for. For Nightmare Lullaby on our site as well. And lastly, the Visual K band Scarlet Valsi released the limited edition single for their song Valkyrie on November 15th, which you can purchase at Starwave Records online store, along with a bunch of various concerts that they have performed over the past couple years. It'll release with two tracks total, and the first time they did the song Valkyrie was from their one man concert live in Mbisu. Ames Club of uh, last week in October 15th and showed that they will purify themselves from this darkness with this new release. 
You can check out all the information about this on our site, including the music video for Valkyrie on our site as well. And that was the last for release news, and let's go on to some regular news here. So there is a couple heavy hits here. First off, we have the unfortunate news to announce that Nihi of the popular girls group Niju will be going on hiatus. This news comes before the release of their debut single, Step and Step, which will drop on December 2nd. She recently fell ill and had to consult the doctor and decided to suspend all activities until she kind of fully recovered. She's going on ongoing treatments right now. They haven't really talked about the illness fully. Hopefully it ain't what's going going around right now, but... She's hoping to resume activities as soon as her physical condition is at 100%. We at Ongakiru pray for a fast recovery and hope to see her again soon. Agreed. I, I hope she makes a quick recovery and feels more genki. Moto genki. Genki ni date. And then continue on with the trends of hiatuses here. We also have the unfortunate news to announce that Lead singer and guitarist Maguro Taniguchi of the band Kanaboon will also be going on hiatus. This actually comes as much more of a surprise because their their single, Torch of Liberty, is going to be dropped fairly soon on November 25th. Their announcement came from their official website and he's actually been in poor condition for quite some time and had to go into medical treatment immediately. Their... Their agency said that we apologize for the inconvenience and concern to that caused to our fans, and we can't wait for Tanaguchi to be back at 100%. So we also wish him a speedy recovery as well. You can check out all the information about this on our site, including the music video for their so- or song Start Marker on our site as well. I was very surprised to hear this, just because, I mean, Kanaboon's actually been releasing on Gun Amount lately, but I didn't even know he was ill for, you know, quite some time, so I hope he makes a quick recovery, but and, you know, and they 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 come back, but I his health is more important than anything right now, and that's something that he's been struggling with this, you know, for this long is just crazy. I'm glad that you know, he's going on a hiatus to take care of himself. Yeah, uh, definitely want to wish him the speedy recovery, and um, ho- hopefully he gets better. Yeah, it's it's been sad for kind of Boone as of late because they've been kind of going through some rough times. I mean, we had we had him, we had their bases going randomly missing at one point in time with just no contact for like a couple days. If that, man, I totally so forgot I, about yeah. that. But yeah, you're right. Oh, when I think of Kanaboon, I think of the bases just randomly going on and I, everyone thought the worst. Yeah, that's what I thought too. So I'm sure the group right now is, you know, struggling, you know, with everyone going on, but maybe this will be good for all the members too, not just, you know, not just um, the one because that way they can all take a break and, you know, get a breather and relax their minds too and not just their bodies. Let's move on to some concert news here as we got the lovely world-renowned musician Yuichi Sakamoto will perform his last concert of 2020 titled Playing the Piano 1212020 or 1212 2020. 
and it'll be broadcasted online via music slash slash which is a music streaming platform that is going to be actually of the highest sound quality available for the industry you can check out all the information about this on our site it'll be broadcast across the world and will be made available for obviously Japan, but not only Japan, for the US, Taiwan, Thailand, South Korea, Singapore, Canada, and Australia. It's very weird that it's only Canada and Australia, what happened to Europe there? <laughs> but the ticket sales period is going on now to December 7th. So if you guys are a fan of Yuichi Sakamoto, he is a very, very interesting composer to watch. So I would highly recommend it. You can check out all the information about this on our site, including the very special links for everything on our site as well. And then continuing on up to the group, Tokyo International Music Market, or TIMM for short, will present their annual music showcase on November 4th to the 6th, and it'll be a three-day event that will be live streamed for music fans worldwide via their official YouTube channel. Now in its 17th year tim brings together the music industry professionals and artists representatives and performers and things like that to kind of build that relationship for the ever changing international market i actually have a bunch of different artists couple that we actually talked about beforehand and some that i've recognized here we got you can look at all the information about this on our site couple of of artists of note is obviously for you, Gray. Mad Kid is on there. We got Yoko Takahashi, which is also a very good get. We have Festo. They're a very good idol group that I've kept my eye on every so often. But there seems to be a bunch of different interesting acts for this for this live, live fest. And I would recommend you guys try to go see it. It'll be on by the time this episode is on, so... <laughs> be aware of that yes if you can if you are able to definitely check it out there are some great artists on here and there's a lot of new ones too so you might find some new artists to follow yeah i i have not been able to keep up with mad kid for 2020 so i'm would like to at the bare minimum check out their performance for this just, just to see what they've been up to and to see what they're doing. But this looks like a tour de force, so to speak. And um, it looks very interesting. So hopefully we can catch as much of these as we as possible. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to this week's Music Corner here. And this week I had the lovely chance to introduce the lovely band Hakubi. And they are a three-member rock band that started back in 2017 from Kyoto. And born out of the concept of making music that listeners can snuggle up to late at night, the band looks to take the industry by storm by showing their soft yet powerful vocals with an equal, if not more, out-of-this-world composition. One of the things that really stand out from the band for me is vocalist and guitarist Katagiri's amazing vocal range and lyrics. Her talent pierces through the listeners and lures them into their discography even more. A major, a majority of Hakubi's uh, tracks are mid-tempo style of composition, but the range that the band has for this style is what makes them stand out from the rest. Tracks like Yumeo Suzuki, Gozen Yoji S&S, Dokunimo Ikenai Bokutachi Wa, and 
Taruru, showed off the camaraderie that the three members have for each other and for their style. And any shortcomings one might have, the other member, the other members are able to comb over it with such amazing flair. More of their vocal heavy songs are one of the reasons for, for in my opinion, to keep a lookout for this band. Tracks like 22, Kubo, Otanani Nate Kizui Takoto hits the band's concept without flair and adds a main point to turn any heads onto this band. So I want to hear what you guys really think about this band because I absolutely love this vocalist. Katakiri is one of the main points that I ended up loving, but on the whole, the band was fairly solid. So I want to hear your guys' takes for it. So I agree with you on Katagiri as the vocalist. Is she is what drew me into it, and the first song that I heard was Twenty Two. Ken sent me it to listen to as we we generally like the same style, and I absolutely fell in love with that. And the whole Musubi single they released with Twenty Two on it is fantastic. Twenty Two and Hajimari Friends was also really good, but. Katagiri's vocals stick out as she has a really good range on that and not to mention also I mean I think Aruyasukawa is a great bassist too and Yuki Matsui is also you know the they all have a great camaraderie and how they all come together and their ballads are fantastic and I feel like it is really thanks to Katagiri for bringing those in with her vocals and bringing them together as a group as Otono, uh, Otono, Ninate Kitsuita Koto is probably my favorite one because it is absolutely fantastic and it will turn your head as it is powerful, not just vocal, but as a whole group, instrument wise, everything comes together perfectly. And even their first EP was stood out to me in general, and that was Yume no Suzuki. So they're even on their first mini album, Yumi no Suzuki is just fantastic as an EP. I mean, Mohitotsu no Sakai is a fantastic song and Tadoru and just this whole EP is great. And you can hear them as a group and Kobo is another amazing single by them. And Suyoku, I, I just could not get enough of Karagiri's vocals as, for me, she was the center of the group. But at the same time, I think Hakubi is a great way of bringing all three of them together to form what they are. Yeah, uh, Hakubi is a very, pretty awesome group in, in a lot of ways. I do think Karagiri is the star of the group but because her vocals are are fantastic and yeah a lot of their library is definitely in that mid-tempo range more slower tracks but you could never accuse of each song sounding the same and and so there's a wide variety of different styles and stuff in which they approach and they stand out really well. They have a pretty good diversity when it comes to songs. Uh, my favorite song was actually Hajimari, which is like the one song that's like, oh, we're gonna do an up tempo song, and I was like, oh yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, it's got it's got like a little. This I wouldn't ever accuse it of being punk rock, but it's got like a little flavor of it in there, and I really like that that song. 
it has just a little bit of flair to it. Just yes. Kind of cranks it up. Yeah. 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 Just, just, just a little bit. Um, so yeah, I, I like that. Uh, and uh, I, I do think like, I'd like to see a little bit more because I mean, they do stick to the mid tempo and I'm like, eh, it's a very, very minor gripe that I have with them. But I mean, you don't get tired of it. And, uh, you know, they have some really phenomenal songs. Uh, their song, Mo Hito no Sekai, that, that song, it's over six minutes long. It's six minutes and nine seconds long. And it was one of those songs where I started listening to it. And if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you'll, you'll hear me complain sometimes about song lengths and how I feel like the song is too long or the song is going on for way too long. And I've always said, like, if you're going to have a long song, make it, make, make, make me to where I'm not noticing that I'm listening to a really long song. And this song actually did that. Like I, totally did not realize I was listening to a song that was over six minutes long and I was really sucked into it. And that's how you do it. If you're going to do a long song, like make it just compelling, make it gripping, make it to where you just get lost in the track and you're not focused on the amount of time in which you're listening to it. Because you, you know, if you're, if I'm thinking about how long I'm listening to the song, I've stopped listening to the song. So they're really gifted and really talented. And I definitely recommend checking them out. They, they were a lot of fun overall to listen to. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So I absolutely love them. Like, like I said, like Katagiri is literally the main attraction, but Yasukawa, the bassist, and Matsui, the drummer, they they don't sound lost in it, so to speak. They also kind of keep their weight, and it actually ends up being much more better for the composition and the song overall. It's like, 22 is the song that I'd be like, yeah, Katagiri stands out with vocal-wise, but everyone pulls their weight with that song to make it just a one-two punch. And just draws you in even more. Huckabee currently has five EPs at the latest, with Mitsubi being released back in September. They also have two digital singles that were released in 2020. Be sure to check out their official website on our site, including their Twitter and Instagram, along with the music video for 22 on our site as well. So I'm happy that you guys like them. I was very scared because I always hear very soft, soft-spoken vocalist i have a little bit of a worry and i was more worried on the 22 side of things for you gray <laughs> it's always a 50 50 chance where yeah. whether you will either like them or you won't so <laughs> I, and, and i mean that's just how how it goes sometimes i really really like it sometimes i really don't I, I honestly i think it's just the mood like different weeks different moods and um i, I don't i really liked them i thought they did i thought they did good yeah i did like 22 it wasn't a super standout for me, but I did really like the song. But no, uh, thank you, Ken, for uh, introducing uh, Hakubi to us. Uh, it, it was uh, definitely fun to listen to. Yes, thank you so much for introducing Hakubi to us. They were fantastic and a breath of fresh air as well. And I can see myself, I cannot wait to their next release because 22 is just 
amazing. The the whole Musubi single. So I am looking forward to their future. And with that, let's continue on to this week's Oricon. It's 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 interesting, all right. <laughs> but first off, let's go on to number ten, and it is Sacred World by Reza Sulin. And this this was very interesting, in my opinion. Now, I I like Reza Sulin to a point. They're not my favorite group out of Bang Dream, so to speak, but they do do have tracks that I do like and. Unfortunately, I mean, Sega World, you can try to see that they're really trying to stand out because it's not really helping that Bushiroad is having all these different groups and projects going on at the same time. Because not only do you have Razor Sulin, that is a combination of rock and D- DJing and stuff like that, but you also have D4DJ, which just started their their whole anime and and everything like that. And... It's kind of a lot to make them sound different. And unfortunately, Sacred World doesn't do that for me. What do you guys feel about it? So I actually liked it, but you already knew that because of the style I go through. It reminded me of Move and just the Eurobeat feel. So for me, it did what I wanted it to do. And I also did like the vocal style style on it. But I've also liked some of Razor Solon's different tracks, but to me, this one stood out more because of the feel of it. So I'm probably—I know I'm going to be the odd one out saying I enjoyed it. I hit well, the plus sign on Apple Music. It—it's not so much that. I mean, Rachel, the vocalist for this, it's probably one of her best work in my opinion. But Sumusumu, who is the DJ for this one, it kind of clashes with the style overall. And I remember we had when we had this talk beforehand, right? You were you weren't a fan of it just because of everything was just being a a, a lot, and it overwhelms yeah. the senses. Yeah, th- th- and go on. No, and I, I I can totally understand the gripe with that because Razor Sulin, it's either a brand that kind of meshes well, or it just overwhelms the sense of like Persona Five Soul Out Attack kind of thing, and. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, it's not gonna land pretty well. And I knew that it wasn't landing pretty well for you. Yeah, uh, this song for me was definitely. I think the word sensory overload is just a great place to start with it. There's just so much going on in this song, and I I will say I appreciate it for being different because that was the first thing I thought of was like, this is nothing like the sister, like any of the other Bushi road project stuff. It's pretty different. And I, I understand how, you know, you don't want all the bands starting to sound alike because that would really start to cause a lot of issues with the bands and you don't, and you know, each band would lose what makes them special. So I get that you need to have a unique sound. You need to justify why, why this band exists. And so they're doing something mm. different with them and stuff, but yeah, I, I it's, was not digging this song at all. It's I, I, I like, wouldn't say like, I like hated for, it, but it, I wasn't liking it. it. It it's different, but it's different. But the thing is, like for me, I'm not defending it or anything like that because, to be honest, I don't really like Razor Sullen's A side tracks. It's it's one of the things I think I feel like they're forcing a lot of their their style their b-side side tracks which they kind of go much more into it and crazy with it 
or just yeah. their own style with it is a much more better fit for me compared to their A-side tracks where it feels like they have to do a check box, so to speak. Yeah, I could see that. I, I could see that because, yeah, I mean, it, like I said, just for me, Sacred World, it just felt like it was all over the place. and Yeah, and, and like I was saying earlier, because of the fact that D4DJ is out there now, they're going to have to start stepping off to be like, well, what's the difference between this band and what's the groups in D4DJ have yeah. to offer? And, and I mean, I don't mind the DJ so much, but her vocal parts are weird is the best way I know how to put it. They don't really fit with the song. Because, like, you have this yeah, really well, good vocalist like, who's singing, and then you have another person who just seems like they're talking to the audience. And I'm yeah, like, and like like weird. I was telling you, I was I was saying to you earlier off the air. It's mostly because this person's a DJ, so I would yes. assume this this track is more so tempered towards a live, yes, compared to a a listening like a CD release. Yeah, well, I think it would be much pre- preferred live and, than anything else. And, and I mean, and when you do a live performance you expect a dj to talk to the audience it's part of the dj's job but yeah yeah, it's so weird when i'm listening to like a studio track that that's just you know me i'm like just kind of oh what's the dj talking to me i don't understand i'm I'm not there (laughs) so it it, it was weird it's just it's weird and that's that's a minor problem i had with the song like it was just like one thing that i noticed but also i was like because like the the you have like the heavy electronic sound mixed with the heavy mm. guitar sound. I was like, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's I mean, it sounds different, but like I said, it it just feels. I hate to say choose a lane because I know they're trying to be a hybrid of both of those, but I don't think you merge them too well. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this is this this particular track isn't a good showing of that let's say that much yeah and i well i kind of knew also that you would be kind of 50 50 on this song as well mostly because you didn't really like their other song um that i personally like you don't like drive drive you crazy yeah um, because you had the same same criticisms for the track as sacred world and mostly that is the dj the dj (laughs) And yeah. I love Suma Suma. I love the DJ very much so. But the thing is, she needs to sound like she's actually singing with the track compared to, hey, yeah, yo, <laughs> how are you doing? Yeah. It, I am fine. <laughs> also, also, the vocalist for Reza Solon is fantastic. And when you have, oh, yeah. have her Rachel, contrasting, Rachel. it just, oh my God, it, it just, it doesn't work. I don't think. Yeah, Rachel is an amazing vocalist. She's an amazing vocalist. If you listen to the original version of Riot, that song is absolutely fantastic. I remember and liking Riot. I actually downloaded that to my phone. That was a good song. I think that was like the only song that, that they did that I liked, though. Because, it's because the DJ has little to no... <laughs> No, comparing, because when they made Riot, when they originally, this is a trip down memory lane here, when they made Riot originally, it was just going to be a band. Yeah. They add the little electronica parts in, but they didn't know what they were going to do with it. They didn't know they were going to add a DJ, so to speak. And obviously, it makes them stand out compared to all the other genres that they're doing. Yeah. 
with Bang Dream. It makes them stand out the most and the most much more crowd favorable group out of them because they're doing something fairly different that you don't get with Poppin' Party. Yes, yes. Rosalia and now Monifica. Now I will say this much because they have a DJ. I'm actually surprised they're not trying to do more of a hip hop sound. Because I think yeah. No, I'm not saying I want that to be the only thing that they do, but it would be kind of <laughs> cool if they had a hip hop song to try it out and let the DJ rap. And I I think that would be really good. And then maybe have Rachel sing the chorus, and then it would work much much better. Oh oh, you mean have them flip? sides basically <laughs> pretty much pretty much have 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 dj sumo sumo mostly sing the everything else and rachel coming into the chorus actually yeah. i can see that well let's let's pitch that to bushiro to see yes. what happens <laughs> and again i'm not saying i want this to be every song that the group does but i would like to hear them do one song like that because i mean you yeah, look at yeah you look it, at the bushiro catalog they don't have anything like that and if you really want them to stand out i think that would be the direction to take this group but yeah and we'll we'll see because it's interesting like like i said they got d4 dj and d4 dj is going to probably be their next money killer but i did really like rachel's vocals on this but i also like rachel's vocals in general yeah so I, I do understand what both of you are saying, though, about how there is a lot going on. And yes, there is. It is a little sensory overload, but there's something about it I still like. Yeah, no, I mean, if you really like Eurobeat, this is hearkening back to Move. Yeah. Like, like, when I first saw, heard yeah. this, I was like, I swear to God, I've heard this before. <laughs> like, this type of style. I had that deja vu nostalgia moment on this. That's probably one of the other reasons why it kind of like got me yeah. to move toward it. Yeah, and, and I mean, if yeah. you like it, you like it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with, with liking it. It just wasn't my thing, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That, that, that's, where, that's where I kind of fell down on it. I was like, I mean, I can see the appeal. And, and like, yeah. it's just not my thing. But, yeah. Yeah. But this time around, Sacred World sold a lovely 15,218 points. And going on up, it is Kissing My Lips slash Story by Snowman. Good to see them again. This will probably be the last time for a little bit that we'll no. see this release on the chart they're so good this is such a good song but regardless this week it's all their lovely 17,268 points going on up it is make you happy by need you not much else to say there <laughs> this week it's all their lovely 18,737 points and continuing on up it is niji ido passions by the Niji Kakusai Kaku and School Idols. So this is the group for the new Love Live. And this is actually the opening for the, the anime. So I can't as wait. our resident I was gonna say as our resident Love Live person now. Oh, I <laughs> how already do you feel am... about this. I liked it a lot. I mean I think it it how do you say that exudes like Love Live and it gets you in the mood and the feel for it. And that's what got me excited is because I loved the I loved the first Love Live just because I like Muse. 
I loved all their music. I loved all the characters. For Love Live Sunshine, I like of course. I love their music. Their music's fantastic, but with the anime, I was like the main character kind of got on my nerves a little. So this one I'm excited about. I don't know character-wise, but I think this is a great opening song. And it gives you the feel of what this group is and what it is about. You do feel the passion come from them, too. And I need to watch this. I just want to wait till it's all out because I like to binge a lot of these. I'm more of a binger than a... I, I can't wait a week to watch an episode. I'll get antsy. I can't do that anymore. Dang you, Netflix and Crunchyroll and all that. So... I loved it. I thought it was a great start for the new Love Life series. And I'm looking forward to where this group's going to go from here and to see what else this Love Live is going to bring to the table. So I'm super, super excited to hear more because I thought all the songs were actually good because if I'm correct, there was two. Yeah, I thought Sweet Eyes is really cute, but... I, I mean, I thought it was a solid single. It is a great way to start it. Yeah, this is a really good song. I, I really enjoyed it. I do like, I do enjoy Muse, uh, Aquars. I Some some of their songs are really good. Some of them are not. So it'll be interesting what they do here. I think, was it St. Cloud, the rival the rival duo? They, they, are the, they were the fire. St. Snow. St. Snow. Snow. They were really fantastic. They're they were, fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're great. Oh my God. But, they're great and into anime. Oh. Love them. <laughs> but this is pretty interesting. I, I did enjoy it. It'll definitely be interesting to see this new group and see what songs they, they come up with. I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was a lot of fun and um, eager to hear more. I mean, I really liked this song too. It was very interesting because the track for it came out for the app beforehand. So Immediately when I was re-listening to it, I only hear the notes of when to push down on, and I can kind of just hear it in my head. I could tell which is a hold note and which is a flick note and stuff like that, but that's neither here or there. I thought it was a solid overall, and this is typical what you need for an opening, so to speak. It's it's a great way to introduce people who, well, I mean, I wouldn't say not know of it, but you would definitely know what what this group is at this point but if you weren't in the know so to speak of what the app is and all that stuff it's a great introduction to this this season i agree i think it gives you what to expect like and you hear the song you know what you're gonna expect in the show yeah i can't wait to hear your review on this so (laughs) uh yeah as soon as it gets a it's fully out or it comes licensed to blu-ray you know i will be talking about this unless i decide to break away sooner and watch it on crunchyroll (laughs) <laughs> regardless Niji Ido Passion so they lovely 19,064 points and going on up to number 6 it is Honey Memory by Aiko and this is very interesting I mean this is what our 4th or 5th time dealing with Aiko now and this is her 40th single and this is very Aiko so to speak I knew what to expect when I listened to her what do you guys think about this track I'm the same. It's Aiko. She is known for her unique vocals and also her style. And when you hear her, you know exactly what you're getting. However, I will say for me, I have favorite songs by her and she is known to stretch her voice to when she can't stretch it anymore. You do hear that in this track. 
And you do hear that in all her other tracks, because that's one of the things she, her signature, I guess you could say. But for me, I love her older songs like Kita Kita, Miruku, Kiss Hug, Boyfriend, stuff like that. So for me, those stick out, but Honey Memory just fell short of that. Even though a lot of the, you know, she does have a very signature similar style in a lot of her tracks. To me, there's just something off about this one. I mean, her signature vocals are there. However, with the composition, I don't know if that is what threw me off or I just wasn't in the Ico mood because she is an artist that I do have to be in that state of mind or mood to listen to. So for it just, I can't pinpoint what was off on this track for me. And yes, I do love her. I will say some of the B-sides because it was a four track EP single. I like those a little bit better. Like I like 58 CM a little bit better than Honey Memory, but you know, it's still very typical Ico to me. I don't have too much to say. Yeah, it was okay. I wasn't the biggest fan of it because, I mean, it. you can really just hear her voice, her stretching her voice to the point where it really almost breaks and it, it kind of interrupts the flow of the song and like when she's pushing her vocals to the extreme, she's actually going past like the registry of the song itself. And so it sounds like she's off key when she does that. And I I mean, outside of that, it's a pretty decent track. I don't think it's too wow. I'll probably forget about this in about a week or so, but I think if you're an Ico fan, this is probably something up your alley. I I personally wasn't digging it. Like I said, cause where she just cracks her voice, it just sounded like she was off key at that point. And I just wasn't feeling it, but yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, her vocal styles is hit or miss for some people. Like for me, some of her tracks are really good, but it also kind of goes with her composition that kind of saves her to that point. And some of it is kind of just a little bit off, but, my friend who really loves Aiko, she goes, oh, I, I don't understand why you don't like this, Ken. Ho, ho, ho. But regardless, this week it sold a lovely 22,253 points. And going on up to number five, it is Yodoni Kakeru by Yao Sobi. Nothing much more we can say it. Yeah, I see it almost every damn time I go on reels. But this week it sold a lovely 24,421 points here. And going on up to our last new release here, it is Gambare Tomoyo by A, B, C to Z. And let me guess. Let me guess here. Gray, you really love this song. Yes, yes. This is Song of the Week. I, I loved it. It was it was fantastic. It, it's just... And, it's, it, it's... And, and I got a spoiler here. This is a Johnny's Junior groove. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And it just goes into that trend that you ding, always ding, follow. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what can I say? The magic is in the Johnny's Juniors as a whole. It, it is. It's a, it's a great track. It's fun to listen to. It, it It's really that boy group. I, I would say it's almost junk food, just the way like it all comes together. It's it's literally just Johnny style. Yeah, like, uh, that's how I can equate this. It's Johnny style. Yeah, it, and it, I'm like, every single time you're like, oh, I, it's 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 junk food. I'm like, 
but it's Johnny style. How come you don't <laughs> like the other Johnny's groups? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't know why. Why it is I don't like the older groups. And I. I will say, as time has gone on, I. I have. I have transitioned. And there's been a lot of even the older groups. I've started liking some of their more recent stuff. So, I, I think I think it was. It's just one of those things where I had to get accustomed to it, I guess, or something. Mm. And and once I got accustomed to it, I really liked it. So I mean, what well, the group out of the get go that I knew you liked was King and Prince. They were yes. right out of the get go. Um, was it? That kind of Johnny. Um, Johnny's West. It took you a while to kind of yeah bring them over. I, I still don't think I I don't I still don't think I'm really a huge fan of Con Johnny Eight. Like I I no you're not. They're, they're older, but they're older groups. So yeah. I mean that's why I say I'm I'm just yeah. missing out the Johnny like, v, v, And Snow Snow Snowman is also kind of like that. You were automatic on the get go. Yeah, hey, but V Six is also there. They're not considered a, a juniors group. Yeah. I don't consider he say jump a juniors group anymore. Oh. Sexy Zone is probably the last of the juniors group in my opinion. Sexy Zone's pretty pretty good too. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've liked a lot of he say jumps work. Yeah, they're pretty fantastic. Like I'm coming around. I'm I'm coming around. V six is hit and miss, <laughs> which is an older group, but and I like their earlier work. Like like I love Change the World, but. Their more recent stuff has been, eh, it's just not been feeling it. But, uh, yeah, no, A, B, Z to Z, getting back to uh, Gambare, uh, it's a, I really, really dug the song. It's fun. It's, like, if, I will say if this isn't your brand, you're, I don't know if there's anything in it for you, but if you like it, there's a lot to love because this is a fantastic song. Like, it's so good. So, I enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a fun fun dancey song and i feel like that with a lot of the johnny's junior groups that's a that's pretty much what they portray however it's typical johnny's and i've become accustomed to a lot more of the johnny's lately and have started to fall into that and i think it's solid it's not my favorite of the week however it's up there at and i really wish if they had more johnny streaming yeah, that's always my biggest gripe with Johnny's. And I think they'll eventually come around. It just takes some time. But, like, I really, really love these songs on, like, the weekly regular. But because they're not in, like, Apple Music or Spotify, they're not part of my regular rotation. So, you know, I'll be really high on uh, them the week like, that we talk about them. But I don't listen to them after that. For 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 me, I'm used to this already. There's no use of kind of asking them. I mean, these idol groups, they're not going to change. No, they're not. And they sell so many physically. And if you really love it, you'll buy it. So when I do go to Japan, I plan to pick up a lot of the Johnny singles because there's a lot of the groups I really like. And I would like to own them physically, but importing how many of them there are is just way too much money. But they know how to sell. I mean, I'm going to say this much. We're lucky to have Arashi. Oh, or like really extremely lucky. Yes. Because if let's just say this much, if the Olympics weren't going to be in Tokyo, the Arashi probably wouldn't have done digital. Oh no, no, because they're the only Johnnies that's digital, and I think it's great for them because they're really pushing them toward the international market with the Olympics. And I don't think Johnnies ever would have made that move if it weren't for that. 
And I, I also have a feeling that Adashi themselves really pushed for it. And they have a ton of influence in the industry anyway. So I, I think that was a big part of it. And I'm glad they did. And I know the a lot of the other groups don't have that type of influence they do. So they're going to remain physical. And you can tell they sell. I mean, you got girls who just fall head over heels for them and I do not blame them if I was younger I'd probably be purchasing these left and right but shelf space and money so but it's a great commodity and they know how to market and they know how to do their songs and music they got it down regardless this week Gumbade Tomoyo sold a lovely 29,783 copies and going on uh, Paul I have a bad feeling we're going to see the top three like this for a little bit longer it's going to be number three is Gorenge by Lisa I mean Leo 9 is probably helping that just a tad bit <laughs> just a tad but yeah I, this week it sold a lovely 37,721 points here and going on up to number two it is dynamite bbts i mean you got army there good for them and it really helps their international crowd because it's being used strictly for the samsung commercials so this week it sold that lovely 39,148 points and probably the other reason why number three is on here and it is homura by lisa once again i mean great honor Still selling strong for a second week in a row. That's very interesting. Probably the first row Weiwa once again. This week it sold a lovely 155,916 points here. And let's just take a look at the albums real fast. <laughs> oh, I knew that was going to be number one. So we got Lucky Claris, their 10th anniversary green star at number 10. We got Yunez Kenshi Stray Sheep at number 8, still hanging in there. So that's very interesting. We got Ode no Request by good old Juju. Got to head to New York as we speak. At number 6, we got number 5, Leonine by Lisa. We got Hoshinogen single box set Gratitude. I am surprised it sold that much because that... that was expensive i am too that was over 200 dollars. that was like 250 or something for the the yeah, whole set yeah. and i mean but i mean it's his entire discography it's his entire single, yeah it's a single discography yeah so if you understand. don't have it it's a perfect set to start out with hushino again if you have none of them it's a great deal because it's the cd plus dvds mm-hmm. so but man i'm glad for him i'm happy he made the charts that's awesome and then we at number two, we got Semicolon, which is a special re-release album by Seventeen. And at number one, it is 12 by Is One. I'm not surprised. I knew this. I'm not really surprised. No, I'm not God, either. None of their singles went over to. I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. You can find us at all the social media sites on Twitter and Instagram at Ongakadu can find the website at ongakidu.com you can find our affiliates karyu hunter he is a retro slash horror twitch streamer and you can find him at twitch.tv slash karyu hunter k-y-o-r-y-u-h-u-n-t-e-r you can also follow our other affiliate TimberTaff, who does all the retro things here he was he was going through haunting grounds to spike kill the other day, and I believe he's still doing that. I know he's can... playing it right now. I'm jealous. Yeah. <laughs> you can check him out at twitch.tv slash timbertaft, T-I-M-B-R-T-E-F-T. 
You can also check out our affiliate, your sister, Rose, who just made affiliate. So congratulations on her. That is very difficult. I haven't even made affiliate yet, and she's been doing it shorter than I have. <laughs> but you can check her out at twitch.tv slash rainstarkitty, R-A-I-N-S-T-A-R-K-I-T-T-Y. You can also check out our affiliate, Fangirl Has No Name. She is a variety Twitch streamer who is very in with the Zelda community. You can check her out at twitch.tv slash fangirlhasnoname, F-A-N-G-I-R-L-H-A-S-N-O-N-A-M-E. You can also check out the podcast that I do with Kyo, Fangirl, and Timber called Potasaurus. This week we talked about a lot of different things such as Haunting Ground, and a lot of random stuff about the spooky times going on this weekend. But you can check that out by looking up Curry Hunter, same as his Twitch handle, on all podcast streaming services. You can also check me out on twitch.tv slash ongakudu, where I am streaming Until Dawn and possibly Madame Madon, because I just hate my, my shorts, apparently. And I just like being spookied. You know, I really hate Until Dawn. They, 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 they have so much jump scares in that. There was one time that you're going through mannequins and I hated it. Hated every single minute of that segment. But yeah, you can find me at Twitter on OTYKen1 where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Bang Dream. I guess NFL now because the Dodgers are this year's World Series champion. And Justin Turner, you, you you messed that up really badly. <laughs> and also Bang Dream, where can we find you guys? You can find me on Letterboxd, which is a movie site where I log all my movies, anime plan, uh, my anime list, anime planet, and Twitter as Lunamary87. You can see if I've been watching all the spooky movies because it's that time of year. And see what anime I've been trying to keep up with. And you can find me as as Nerdy Collector Luna on Instagram, where you can check out what I've recently purchased or recently watching. I've actually been posting lately, so please check it out. And you can follow me on Twitter at Ongaku Gray, where I tweet about what I'm watching, what I'm playing, all that fun jazz. I've mostly just been playing Genshin Impact which is a fantastic game. Go go check it out if you haven't. And uh, I just finished Drive. That made me a miserable miss this past Sunday. And I have started Ghost, which... Did you watch the movie? Uh, Which movie? Drive's movie, the final one. No. Go watch the final one, and then you'll be a mess. Well, well, I mean, they, they killed off my favorite character in the, in the next to last episode, so it, it, it's, a hardy, it's already hard enough to watch. Uh... Who, Mach? No, Chaser. Chaser? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, he's back. Oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> he's in the movie. <laughs> well, obviously he's they in the movie. bring him back for the movie, but uh, no, I haven't. I, I never checked out the movie. I'll have to check that out. Uh, I. It's probably the best movie, in my opinion, for tying off a character arc. Oh, okay, cool. I, I will definitely have to check that out. Uh, I just started Ghost, and I'm, I'm about... I'm eight episodes into that, and the faster I get through Ghost, the better, because it's not good. Yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, Ongaku Great, that's where I'm at. 
And once again, I want to say thank you very much for joining us on this week's episode of Ungakadu. I'm your host, Ken, saying thank you very much and have a great day. Aloha. This is Luna thanking you for listening to today's episode. We will see you next time. Jamatane. This is Gray. Uh, uh, thank you so much for tuning in this week, and we will see you right back here next time. Bye bye.